Welcome to another episode of Guiding Green. On today's episode, we have a message for Vice President Mike Pence. Then we have an interview where we bring in our resident young people, and we talk about face tattoos, business schools, and dick pics. This is Guiding Green. Thanks for listening. This is Guiding Green. I apologize in advance if I smell like a newly divorced Middle Eastern man. I apologize in advance if I smell like a recently divorced Middle Eastern man. My shower doesn't work, but my bath does, and only relying on baths to be clean is fucked up, so I'm going to drive to my parents' house. You know, I have a shower. I know. It's just, I feel weird using, not, you can use my shit too, but like, if I have my own bathroom, I feel weird using, you, you know what I mean? We have a guest bathroom downstairs. We could do that, but then that's like what poor people do. That's what? <laughs> yeah, like, they go downstairs to No, shower. that's what people who have broken showers do. They go downstairs and they shower. Like that movie, The Pursuit of Happiness, where he's showering in the YMCA because he doesn't, well, he was actually poor in that movie. So you would literally rather drive to your parents' house, which is which less is like, than a minute away. No, it's it's like by the time you get okay. So so let's do some physics here. So this we start physics is math and physics. Whatever <laughs> we have to think about wind speed, but let's let's do some math here. So okay. we're upstairs. If you want to shower, you can walk downstairs. That takes about thirty seconds. If you go to your parents' house to shower. You have to walk downstairs 30 seconds, okay. get into your car, start your car, probably another minute, drive to your parents' house. That's at least like three minutes. Yeah, but all my and then butter. park at your parents' house, then go inside, then go to the shower. It's like a six-minute difference. But I dropped my other oh, dog Oh, and round off. trip, so 12 minutes. I dropped off my other dog, so I want to say hi to her. So you have to go over there anyway. Exactly. And I need okay. to get my fanny pack because I'm going to a show today. You can borrow mine. I have no, two. I have a rainbow unicorn one. Fair enough. It's baby blue. I think mine has a unicorn on it, oh, and dude, it's baby blue. You. It's literally right behind you. Holy. You should go check it out. Okay. That one's pretty sweet. I'll bring you can't lose it, though. It means a lot. It's from Bonnaroo. Fanny packs are in style. Are they? Yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah, they're awesome for um, festivals and shows. Mm -hmm. They're like the best. Because I don't want shit in my pockets because I'm afraid it's going to fall out or get like pickpocketed. Yeah, so maybe keep your eye out on potential guiding green fanny packs. Speaking of hot stuff, I think you have a special announcement for a special person. Shout out to... The vice president. The vice president. Oh. <laughs> so this is very serious. We have yes. a request. No, this is extremely serious. Very serious stuff. You want so to, recently, yeah. a certain presidential candidate, and I guess he's a winner now, or vice presidential candidate, came out against gay marriage. And I always thought to myself, why would a politician do that? What platform is he running on? Like, the it's 2018. Republican. Why are people, yeah, but it's 2018. Why are you against gay marriage? And I thought about this long and hard, and I have to say, Mike, it's okay. Be your true self. Embrace it. And it's okay if kissing a dude makes you happy. Because it makes no sense for you to run against it. Unless you are like a self-hating gay guy. So just embrace that inner gay dude inside you. Or not. We all have it. We all we all have thoughts. We for sure 
had thoughts. Some of us have actions. Acted on it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, Miami's crazy, whatever. Um, and it's, and it's okay, all Miami. good. It's all good. We won't love you any less. You're not any less of a man. But just embrace that side of you because the jig is up, buddy. We all know. We know. And you know what? Because we're so nice, we'll offer up our services. If you want to make out with either of us, we'll take one for one for the team. No, neither of us prefer it, but we'll do it just specifically for you. Because we believe in you, Mike. We know that you can do the right thing. We know that you can finally drop this act and that you can just let people love each other. Love yourself, Mike. Love yourself. Please, for the love of God. It's 2018 and it makes no fucking sense that you're against it. So embrace it. And we all see the manicure and how perfectly groomed you are. You're not fooling anyone, buddy. And I know that Donald knows too. So if either of you want to get on the pod and discuss, feel free, reach out to guidinggreenbusiness at gmail.com. Or tweet at guiding underscore green. And I think we have a funny Twitter story, actually. Yeah, so on Twitter, when you sign up for an account, they make you say your birthday. And I thought that that meant I could say the birthday of the of Guiding Green. So naturally, I said that our birthday was on April, <laughs> April 20th, 2018. And then we got banned from Twitter for, for a week. Honest mistake. And, but we're back. And you know how we're back? We used the birth year of one of us. I had to take a picture of my driver's license. Oh, yeah, that And thing. send it to Twitter. But now we're on. And Is that secure? My, I have no clue. But I'm about to get a new driver's license because I'm becoming a Nevada resident. So. Shout out Nevada. I DMV. actually canceled my DMV appointment because we're doing an interview. But That's such a dedication, dedication to the podcast. That's very impressive. I can just go to the DMV. Um, during the week when most people have jobs and I don't. So there's that. I'm proud of you. For not having a job. Uh, not that part. For sacrificing for the pod. Yeah, you know, it's all about the pod. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so so just tying it back to this Mike Pence thing. We also you, tweeted him. If you do want to make out with us, we were thinking that it should be a charity thing. So if you really cared about yep. any causes, you would make, Let's, out, make out with me. For charity, let's donate to like a LGBT. Sort we, of will donate, we will yeah. donate. We will donate to. Um, There's so, this is a, a cause that needs so much awareness. Did yeah. you know that among trans people, they have the highest rate of suicide of any group? Just this is actually kind of serious, but it would be nice to donate and and do this for a good cause. So, Mike, let's say that you're not gay, which nobody's believing, and you still want to make out with us. We'll still donate that money. We'll donate, and yeah. you can donate yeah. to a charity of your choice. Just make out with one of us. Just Let's make out. Yeah. And without further ado, we're going to start our interview now. Victoria Justice. Victorious. We, we talked about this Justice. once. Oh, God. So we Wait, what does she do now? What does Victoria Justice. Justice do now? Yeah, she's my number one. What does she do? God, she's probably like, it just does Instagram ads for HelloFresh. Jesus. What's yeah. HelloFresh? She probably has. I don't know, but it's not a sponsor. A but if HelloFresh wants to send us food and sponsor. Oh, it's food. Yeah. I'm sure she already oh, has. We'll that. get fucking yeah. ripped. Yeah. Anyway, um, all right. So for all the listeners here. There are four of us in the studio, yeah. so we're inevitably going to interrupt each other, but that's totally okay. 
We, your this host, is a rip sesh. Yeah, resident young people. We are joined by two resident young people who are freshmen in college. One at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Well, that's not true. And the other at the University of Southern California, <coughs> USC. One of them's a sophomore. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. <laughs> How's sophomore year going? It's okay. UNLV says I'm a freshman too because I transferred. So I'm correct. Well, it's going to fix itself. It's my second year of college. Did someone order a pizza? No. Did someone just bring a pizza? Yeah. You think it's your father? Are you serious? Yeah. Disguised as a pizza. Should no, we go check? Isn't he nailing in the camera? All right. Bad radio. I'm gonna go check. Well, we're gonna stay here, I guess, and continue to record. Yeah. What makes you think pizza? Did he walk in with a pizza? I hate pizza. Do we have pizza? Did somebody actually bring a pizza? Uh, we we don't have pizza. And, is the uh, wrong address? It was the wrong address. You just taking it. It was the wrong address, but it was the right name. You still have to pay for it. Wait, right name? How's that the right name? How they yeah, they were like, we have one pizza for beep. For you, yeah, but oh. why? So <laughs> someone, yeah, else, someone else with the same name as you ordered a pizza and they brought it to your house. Yeah, that's and charged a, your credit card. To be fair, you have a common name. Yeah. No, that's not common. No. His name is pretty basic. The my basic name. The, the basic, basic name is very common. Oh, his yeah, his real name's like. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, I'm actually finished. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're a, we're a Finnish podcast. In case you you Shout listeners out. haven't picked up on it. Shout, Shout out Pablo Shomaki. Who's that? Uh, Above and Beyond member. So young people, why? <laughs> yes. What's up with face tattoos? Why do all the young famous people have them? Also, also why are young rappers all terrible? Like, are we out? To be honest, touch? I I don't like face tattoos, even on like successful people. Yeah, R.I.P. Lil Peep. Are you a Lil Peep fan? I love no, 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 no R.I.P. See, and I don't, so... I'm kind of glad he's dead. What? That's Whoa, fucked up. That's fucked up. up. Just say. He was the only good rapper with face complete, tattoos. Sorry, he was a complete douchebag, and everyone's idolizing this person that was doing drugs till he died. Yeah, that's but, okay, but that's not new in society. He's his own friend. You can see that... him bad drugs. You can see this, so you can see Kurt Cobain the same way. He was just a young person doing drugs. And Elvis. I'm sorry, but people that do Xanax, it's like, guys, yeah, just stop. It's stupid. Yeah, no, you hate stupid. Xanax. I hate they're Xanax. Stupid. No, I agree with but you. But I still, you, but if you were to look at him really that, like, in derivative terms, you can see the same with Kurt Cobain. Why is he good as an artist? Yeah. Why is he good as an, why is he good as an artist? Because he's like a shitty mashup of Blink-182 and like a mediocre rapper. Because it's, it's a genre. I never liked Blink-182. It's a it's a genre of music that hasn't. Um, it's a genre of music that's new. He's kind of revolutionary in that regard. Do you agree, Lil Peep fan? Cool. Okay, so one thing I admire about you is that even though you're a musician and you actually make music, like you are very open-minded to new sounds, and in that way, I'm very like elitist about electronic music and nothing else. So people just like take this with a grain of salt, like. I think Zoe Johnston is the greatest lyricist of all time, and I like people like Richard Medford and Alice Vargas that nobody knows, because the stuff I like is stuff that most people don't even know. 
And I guess that's why people were attracted to Lil Peep in the beginning because, oh my God, there's this Harvard dropout with face tattoos and he's so edgy and we like it. He, to, and when he kills himself, or not kills himself, when he overdoses of it, which is sad and RIP, I guess I'll say, that was harsh for me to say earlier. But when he passes away, it's like his popularity goes like tenfold. It's because we like worship the death in which he died. It was I think strange. You can say the same thing about X. Who? XXX Temptation. Yeah. Oh my After God. he dies, yeah. like his music so gets better. I don't think that's true. But I mean, that's beating, like anyone. That, no, that's anyone. So, so wait, yeah. did, did he beat his pregnant? Like, listen, did he beat his pregnant girlfriend? Who? Temptation. No idea. No, no, he has a clear history. I want to say two things. Though. Okay. The thing is, is when you when you say that Zoe Johnson is the best lyricist of all time, to me, to you. I think Bob Dylan immediately. The thing is, though, is like we can never say who is the best. Who is? It's all subjective. It's all entirely subjective. Yeah. That's why when people say like, "Oh, Little Peep is the god," I'm like, you can't say that. He's good right now, or he was good when he was alive. Well, religion but you just is don't stupid. know that. Religion is stupid as a concept because it is your own subjective ideal. I mean, god. even the, so, Little Peep could be your god. Look, but even that in just the, means you're a fucking idiot. Even in the uh, electronic scene, and please don't have babies. Fans of Res, for example. Jeez, that like harsh. people idolize Rez just because she's a woman in the yeah. industry. And so part of me wants to embrace the fact that she's a woman, but when her fan base is toxic about it. What do you mean? They're toxic about it. If anyone on Twitter, you can go on Twitter, if anyone on Twitter oh. shit talks Rez's music, it's you get she's a woman. You, yeah, and they yeah. say it's not because of the music, it's because she's a woman. That's, and I disagree nice. with that. Speaking of Twitter, you can tweet us at guiding underscore green if yeah. you have anything to say to us. What, what a contentious, contentious debate. Oh, and speaking of Lil Peep didn't go to Harvard. His parents were Harvard professors. Are you kidding me? No. Even better. No. His parents are from Harvard? Yeah, they're professors. Holy shit. I yeah. Know that. Yeah. Oh, go on YouTube and watch, if you're in the mood for something sad, watch his mom's speech at his funeral. It was, um, yeah. yeah, have you seen it? Wait, I have, I have a question, though, for you. Yeah. What did his parents make of his career since they're, you know, I think they were academics. proud of him. Really? Yeah, yeah. They were, like, cool parents. No, so then why did he... his parents got divorced at 14, he never saw his dad again. Really? I didn't know that. Dang. But, see, here's the thing, right? It's like, we all, in this group of four people, we all have a unique taste in music. Yeah. And so the way we see one character, like Little Peep, will vary. Okay, Inevitably. let's play a game. We're one by one going to say a new musical artist that we've started to like in the past six months. Um, you go first. Um, I'll probably say Ryan Murgatroyd. Cool. You're War on Drugs? Oh, man, I saw them twice this summer. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, what's yours? Takashi69. Oh, I have God. no idea what that is. Is that the person that has six and nine tattooed on their yep. face? She she is the resident young person. Yeah. She is like the quintessential. This one's a little more mature. Yeah, you're listening to War whoa, on Drugs. It's, it's, it's like, that's it's dad not, rock. It, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not a question of maturity. It's not a question of maturity. That's the wrong term. I'm just not really connected with all the trends going on Oh, right so now. you're like your, your brother who's <laughs> my co-host. Well, you know, brother from another mother. Brother from another mother. You guys have the, the same mother. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. That's what brothers mean. I've saw a band called Greta Van Fleet 
this summer. Why have, oh, you've been talking they about are, that at Parkway. Yeah, they're the reincarnation of Led Zeppelin. Uh, before we go any further, uh, we went to Parkway Tavern in Marks and Henderson last night, and their manager, Joe, was not cool with me bringing my puppy, so I just have to ask you, who's shit in your cornflakes, and why are you such a sad, sad little man? Was that the same Parkway we No, this is the one in Henderson. One? Oh. Yo, why the hell never... were you in Henderson? Because we had our friends were there, ah. uh, and we just went there. I wanted a cider, and he was giving me attitude and being bitchy about Simba. And so, if you're ever in Vegas, never go to the Parkway in Henderson Marks. Go to the one two fifteen Flamingo. They're dog friendly and they're nice, and they don't have a manager named Joe who sucks balls. But we do want to give Joe an opportunity to make this right. And so come on the pod. You can come on the podcast, send us an email. And apologize to Simba, not me. Simba's the puppy. You can shit on me. I'm just the dog dad. So email guidinggreenbusiness at gmail.com or tweet at guiding underscore green. How do we determine if Simba accepted the apology? Does he have to go ruff? Yeah, he has to bark. Okay. So we have to teach him how to bark. Happy bark, sad bark. Herf. You're the owner. You can okay. you can tell. Okay. Man. This is gonna be intense. So if so to our hit resident young person, if you see an artist with a face tattoo, what is your first thought? Like, oh, this has to be good. That they're dumb. But she does but your find favorite... post Malone attractive. Oh. I'm not saying that I find him attractive the way he looks. I'm saying I would fuck him because of his, like, just everything. Total. Are you face blind? No, Sometimes. that means she, she, you're, okay, let's unpack this. You are physically attracted to people for more than just their looks. You're, that's, deep. that's good. That's woke. Yeah, that's woke. Yeah. That's woke. yeah. Um, it's also great because I hear he doesn't shower, so smell doesn't matter to you as well. No, but if you... Leave everything you hear. If you don't shower long the internet's enough, undefeated. your natural scent kind of takes over, and, like, after a long time, you just kind of... Re- your body starts to regulate itself because you're not putting all these toxic chemicals, which are in our shampoos and body washes, into your body. So I've this heard. Is, this is your justification for using a Whole Foods deodorant? I tried. I tried a natural deodorant for a while, and it just did not work for me. Uh, fun fact about me, I use Secret because I think oh it smells gosh. better. Yeah, Like the woman's kind? Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Vanilla, I smell delightful. Interesting. You know, I never understood that, though. Why is there a clear delineation between a female deodorant and male deodorant? Most yeah. of my female friends use male-marketed deodorant. Really? Yeah. It was. It's a big thing. They axe, Old Spice. Not sponsors, but if you want to sponsor... You can tweet at guiding underscore green. I just don't understand yeah. why there isn't something in the middle where it's as potent as male deodorant and smells as nice as female deodorant. Like, what's so wrong with that? That probably does exist. That's and communism. if communism. Yeah. That is not. Com- what do you mean that's communism? Communism. Yeah. No. Oh, communism. Elaborate. If there was only one choice in the combination of both, it would take. I'm not saying range. there's only one type. Thing. It's a one. It's a brand new category. Look, I'm a Dove fan. Dove deodorant. I use Dove. Dove's awesome. Yeah. Dove's awesome. I think it smells incredible. Yeah. Let's redact this because they're not sponsoring us. If Dove wants to sponsor, though, they can tweet. Okay. This is the guiding, last company we're gonna ask. At guiding <laughs> underscore green. I feel like this whole podcast has been. We need McDonald's. Sponsors. Yeah. No, they're not. Never. I don't put that. That stuff makes me feel so gross. Okay. If you had one fast food restaurant that would, Chipotle. 
Is that... Can we even call that fast food anymore? Chipotle should have a drive-thru. Okay, if it was... If it had to be fast food, it would be In-N-Out, as we discussed in our first episode. It's delightful. It's delightful. But if it had to be fast casual, I'd probably roll with Chipotle. I'm just thinking about, like, what's a close drive to our house and would be convenient for me. And that's probably pretty convenient. Raising Cane's, dude. I've never had it. Okay. Only I think the, sauce. the thing is with In and Out, I hate to say it, I think it's a little overhyped. I love In and Out, oh, but I think it's a little overhyped. Chipotle's good because I could eat it every day and I wouldn't feel like a fat ass. You can't do that with In and Out. No, I yeah. would die of heart disease, probably. So, so she's the hip resident young person and he's the hipster resident young person. Yeah. No, like I said, I, works. I love in and out All I'm saying is that when people from the East Coast come and visit Vegas and it's like their number two thing to eat at a very simple burger place, I have questions for you. Okay, so what do you recommend that people eat at Vegas? If, they only, have, if they only have a weekend in Vegas, what should you eat? Speaking of burgers, I actually went to Holstein's yesterday in the Cosmo. Incredible burgers. Not okay. not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, but obviously a bit more, a little bit more pricier than In and Out. What did it run you? Um, on average, about twenty dollars per person. Oh my god. For a burger. For a burger and sweet potato fries and. Oh, that's not bad. No. Um, I disagree. Go. I think that twenty dollars is extremely overpriced because In and Out is not overhyped at all, and the burgers are like two bucks, and they're better than Holstein's. They're not two bucks. They're like five seventy five with fries and a drink. It's it's kind of apples to oranges because you get a completely different experience. That's wrong. You know that. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> I so, feel, I do feel with In and Out, there's such a mystique behind it, especially because I'm from the East Coast and okay, we don't have it, so people fucking glorify it. So then when we make it out west, it's. Like, you, you think it's going to be the best thing ever, and then you try it. And I think there's some placebo, like, where you just, I don't know. It's don't get me psychology. wrong. I think what In-N-Out has done is incredible. The fact that there is there's this mystique around their burgers. Because, let's face it, they're not the only burger company in the world, let alone in Las Vegas. Okay, this is because but Californians, the most iconic. This is Californians say stuff like, Sadu, and they, like, are so high all the time that the only thing they can remember is like that one burger place closest to their house and that happens to be in and out and i'm not knocking this logic because i have this logic too that's why we're starting this podcast but i think california made in and out big the california vibe and the california attitude it made it big that's definitely true with the marketing but in and out burgers are also significantly like they have their own unique taste that is way better than any burger uh-huh. like you can try. What do you think so, they put in it? What's the... I don't know. The cheese melts into the buns perfectly. Whatever type of cheese they use. Their burger... Oh, I could talk about the cooking characteristics of it. Yeah. The burger is quite thin, but you still have a lot of juice in it, so it tastes like it's a bigger burger, but your cheese is almost as thick as your burger. But if you're getting a double-double with grilled onions... But you it are. It all melts together perfectly, and then the but bun it is, is a toasted. Yeah, but the burgers are thin. That's the secret. So the secret is giving you less meat and less product than, let's say, Holsteins? you're getting Holsteins? just as much cheese, and it's more, like, the burger tastes better that way. The oil settles in better. I feel like we should add in that you're a vegan, and I'm not, and I mean that as a, what oh, do you Oh, you're vegan? Eat? What do you I've eat? I've had In-N-Out to... 
Your before whole... my life, before I was vegan. Okay, but how, okay, so how old are How you? long have you been vegan for? Um, I've been well, I've been vegetarian for um five years. Okay, so do you think this is part of like you, like? being nostalgic and glorifying in and out because you miss not. meat. I used to get like two in and out burgers of double doubles with yeah. cheese. Hey, I They're, just want to say I eat them in one sitting. But doesn't yeah. that prove his point that yeah. now you're glorifying it? Doesn't that prove that I liked them just as much when I was eating them? Okay, but that's impossible to say whether you're glorifying it or not. I really In a way, so. it's a really bad question because there's no way to actually measure okay, it. Okay, give me 500 bucks. Why do people ask right any few questions about feelings? That's your Why price. Why do we have any yeah. interviews? <laughs> okay, well, good point. You got me there. I'm just saying. So I just have to say, when I was back in the day of five, five years ago, when I was your age, I was vegan for a year. For a girl. Nice. Not for a girl. Okay. I was. I had some. So I was really. having some health issues and. Okay. Oh, but someone was vegan for a girl. That is false. Okay. <laughs> oh, were you vegan for this girl? Okay. Can I can I just say something about? That's a good decision. Wait. Can I just She's can cool. I can I just give a spiel about changing habits for girls? No, not for a girl. For yourself. God damn it. You would never change anything Look, for wh- me. Whether whether the whether the habit, I I'm talking about this because I'm currently reading Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. Oh, and if Charles do whatever wants to be on the podcast, tweet at guiding underscore green. Absolutely. It's actually a fascinating book. I know you guys think it's lame to read books, but it's one of the greatest books I've ever read. Yo. Let me explain why. Hold up. Your brother thinks it's lame to read books. No, comics are cool. I I think comics are lame. I read books all the time. So I just wanted to put that out there that I read books. Go on. So it's funny because... I was just flying back from LA over the weekend, and the girl sitting next to me was reading The Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Charles Manson. Uh-huh. And that's a book that's been recommended to me numerous times by different people. Shout out Doug Marone, head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. He hinted at reading that book when Doug Peterson said, I could never be that coach. He was basically shitting on Doug Marone, and Marone's response was, well, I read this book by Charles that told me to think otherwise. <laughs> but going back to The Power of Habit, the book by uh, Duhigg, I think it's fascinating because it's written for someone who's in second grade, but the concepts are applied in the business world, in the finance world, in all sorts of worlds. Are you studying business at school? I'm studying business, and right now I'm in organizational behavior. And it's funny because the- That's what I might try to get a PhD in. Oh, shit, That's what I'm applying for. It's funny because what does that even mean? It's a crossover between business and sociology, where you're working in a business department, but you're teaching, like, or the more management leadership style classes. So you're when you're getting your PhD, you're studying sociology and doing sociological research through a business lens, and And that is why you should accept me to your program. What did you just say? No, exactly though. It's fascinating because if you understand organizational behavior as a science, you can understand if a company is going to do well in five years just by analyzing the people and the way that they're structured. It's a great way of predicting what's going to happen to a company. Do you want to help me with my applications? Absolutely. Okay, I think cool. I think organization behavior in its most simple form is just HR on crack, but when you go into the layers of it, it's so much more than that. I think college has been boring you so much, you've been trying to like research and supplement additional research to the stuff you're learning yeah you should really just be drinking beer and partying oh trust me i have but when it comes to this business class i think what's most fascinating about it is on the first day of class 
Bird? The, the professor. The professor. <laughs> okay, that's my brother. The professor calls From out. Another mother. The professor calls out the power of habit. Nerd. And it's just like, if any of you have read this book, you already understand what's going to happen in this class. And it's cool because in the textbook they go through companies like Deloitte. And they'll talk about how oh, to, uh, don't work there. No, Shout no, no, out no, no. Deloitte. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not pro or I'm not against Deloitte. All I'm saying is that a couple years ago, they completely redid their they management. Tr- they trick, you know, they trick their employees, right? They say they're. Wait, wait, wait. Disclaimer: This is for like the bottom of the barrel positions. I think their VP executive positions are fine. It's pretty standard. All right, but for their advisory, but for position, the nerds that like the, we the, graduated with, yeah. For, so for them, they say they're gonna get what seventy or eighty grand a year, but they're expected to work eighty hours a week. So if you do the math, if you're working eighty hours a week and only making seventy, eighty k a year, you're actually only making sixteen to seventeen dollars an hour, and I yeah. can make more than that walking dogs and dog sitting. So why would I go and work for Deloitte? Um, so it's the allure, right? They say the skills that you learn in the two to three years as an associate will help propel you to get an MBA and then be an MD later. I actually, that's for investment banking. I don't know what it is for Wait, consulting. But MD? if you're trying to get an it's MBA, software. why would you no. go to our school in our program, which was the same curriculum as the first year of an MBA? Like, that makes no sense. Yeah, you go if you do what I did, which was already have a job. Yeah. Yeah. Or what I did and not. Have. And be an artist. Yeah. And learn management skills to go on your own i guess which is actually more applicable because we're like setting up a podcast setting up merch social media we're linking shit up like but see that, at deloitte you're just making did you set up our instagram yet not yet do it today okay that's the thing though like <laughs> business class business House classes forming. business classes get a bad rep in academia okay no 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 no, no. pause uh marketing organizational behavior management like the soft shit Business should be stats, and all the other shit should be common Okay, but sense. if you get a business degree, you get a combination of all those classes. You understand that. You right? don't need to take management. The thing ever. is, Yeah, though, that class is such bullshit. Yeah, no, The thing is, class. though, like, that class on its own is useless. It's the least valuable. No, no, that's... But that... if you have an opportunity to apply it in undergraduate... Bless you. ...working for a company, starting your own project... Then you have an opportunity to learn your the skills that you read in a book yeah. and apply it with the team members you're assembling. What you just said was perfect. If you want to learn those skills, read a fucking book and you have those skills. Okay, you don't need so a teacher. I have a question, though. You have these young rappers with face tattoos. And they're young. Let's say that by the time they're 30, they grow out of rapping and decide that they want to do something else. How do you... Do something else if you have a face tattoo. That's why it's amazing. You weed out stupid people. And when you have a face tattoo, it's a brand that you are stupid. No, no, they're pretty ballsy. Time out. It's a generalization to say that all people with face tattoos are stupid. I'll say Lil Wayne is not. That's just because he's really successful. Yeah. Again, it's all get really fucking successful and then do whatever the fuck you want. Don't don't do gimmicky shit. Did Lil Wayne have face tattoos? Before or after he became successful? Before. So. But he had talent. But if young rappers see that Lil Wayne had face tattoos. Why did Lil Wayne become successful? The Carters. What are the Carters? They're fucking albums. And you should be supporting me as an artist. Yeah, but people don't make albums anymore. Yeah, it's that's, a different time. I know. But, like, these people aren't actually fucking talented. They do gimmicky shit like face tattoos and, like, I have to talk about how much Xan I fucking take. Some, some of them are talented. Lil uh, Peep is good. He's yeah. dead. 
I think that it's a different. Right, I think that it should. I think that yes, this is two different things. I think it's natural selection in a way, and then it selects yeah. out the people who get face tattoos and don't make it. Fuck them. The people who get face tattoos and really make it for life, and they deserved it. That's good. For, or maybe they didn't. Maybe it's just not purely yeah. natural selection. But that's I think that it's also a different type of person to be doing that. Like they care so much more about their young years because in like twenty years their face tattoos are going to be ugly, so they're putting all of their lives happiness into their early life yeah because they don't care about the future I wonder if do you do you like that attitude or i'm very in the middle on it i disagree <laughs> with it but probably am living that way so would so you you're saying you're a hypocrite yep Man. I, I look just i don't mean to be a hipster and kill the mood all i'm saying is that i think face tattoos get way too much talk yo why don't you just go like listen to war on drugs or something <laughs> i do think Honestly. in a way that they are definitely like taking away the culture of face tattoos like when like stupid annoying people do it or like young people i mean you know but old people's cool but i do feel like romantic or not romanticizing it what's it called glorifying. mainstreaming it glorifying it i feel like that does take away from like the people who yeah. had them and then like they just get like fucked over. When when someone says like I love cock and it's a face tattoo, like now it's like less of a big deal. Yeah, and everyone yeah. has see that's the issue tattoos. with that's the issue with face tattoos is that the reason why you get it slash what you get, where, when, all these questions are subjective and they depend on each and every tattoo. So how can we generalize face tattoos in general? What if someone got one that had like a rip down the middle and then it said, you are tearing me apart? Like, you are tearing me apart, Lisa. Now that would be a hell of a okay, face Okay, well, we brought up 6 9 so I'm kind of curious now to hear your opinion. Yeah. On his face, there's a tattoo of 6 and 9, right? Yeah, should have been Takashi 6 9 Little peep, but, go, team, go team peep. So <laughs> are you saying that he's risking it all? As in, if he fails, he just looks like an idiot with 69 tattooed on his face? I or would, it, are you saying he could be the next Lil Wayne, where the face tattoo is all of a sudden part of the branding? What does the next Lil Wayne mean? Does it mean in terms of content or popularity? See, and again, I don't think we we barely have spoken about the content of any of these face tattoo rappers. But but you can talk about Lil Wayne, right? Absolutely, because the Carter Three was one of the best rap albums. I think he's one of the most influential rappers currently living. Yeah. 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 Can you see the same thing about Little Peep? Time will tell. I think it's way. I think it's way too early to way know. It's way too soon. He will. He will because it was an edgy way he died, and it was an edgy way he lived. And people and are. And his music, and his music reflects that, which is why people are attracted look, to. And it. so I don't like Little Peep, but I think it's fascinating when an artist can take his message and give it to everyone else, and they see it exactly the way he sees yeah. it. I bet his concerts that, were so fun. Yeah. I would have loved to go to a Look, little Look, the music's show. hype. Like, say what you want. Yes, it's derivative. Okay. It's just rhythmic. What does hype mean, young person? Hype means, in my opinion, since I don't really listen to rap a whole lot, hype means when I don't necessarily know the words, but it's a fun time in the party just because this song is hype. Bet. Yeah, bet. Lit. Lit. It's lit. It's bat, lit in the tip. Bet? Oh, yeah, like fat bet. Fat. Oh, what does oh, fat God. mean? We don't know that word. P-H-A-T. People say that? Oh, uh, fat's coming back? 
What about Fat Farm? Uh, nobody really says it. I'm bringing Oh, Fat Farm. Yeah, they don't remember. Yeah, Fat yeah. Farm and FUBU. You guys are such big hip hop fans. missed out on the two. They're such big hip hop They don't know about Rockaware, Sean John. Whoa, Fat yes, Farm. I do. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, Jesus you know, Christ. Like Ed Hardy? Back in yes. my day. <laughs> cool. Yeah, back in my day, I okay, did wear but... Tap Out and Ed Hardy. Ed Hardy is. <laughs> oh, God, you wore Ed Hardy. Okay, we were really into the UFC in high school. Did we're UFC people wear Ed Hardy? Yeah, that's like all they wore. Damn. Affliction, Ed Hardy, Tap Out. Why do they wear Ed Hardy? Everybody in Vegas was wearing that. Yeah, this kid had tap out shirts. I'm sure you did. I Jeez. had Ed Hardy sneakers. We didn't do that in Florida. Uh, okay, yeah. but no one talks about Florida. You just ate people's faces. On bath salts. On bath salts. And sold alligators for illegal Maybe uh, if Takashi 6 9 took bath salts and made an album, I think I'd like him more. I think it'd be good. I think I'd like him more. <coughs> what? Yeah. yeah, a bath salt Takashi 6 9 album would be pretty great. Okay, let's start a Kickstarter. Yeah, if, That's all you. If you want to do that, you can. First of all, uh, for all these people that want to make, what's her name, Kylie Jenner, a billionaire, yeah. go fuck yourselves and you take that money and make it for bath salts. You should subscribe to, to this podcast instead. Yeah. And that's it's free. Just, so so we, our ultimate dream in life is uh, there's this little building in America called the White House where the president stays, and we want to build the greenhouse where the presidents of Guiding Green stay. Why so. don't we just paint the house green? Uh, because I want like a fat house. Oh, you want a different house? Yeah. Can we live in another neighborhood? There's so many old people in this one. Um, let's buy Playboy Mansion one day. Where's that? Yeah, the HOA. But is pretty if you strict. go to a nicer neighborhood, absolutely. Yeah. Would they, they still like wouldn't? Less you'd likely. have to be in a bad neighborhood to be able to paint your house. Let's yeah. move to the strip. My grandmother's okay. house was yellow. Wait, black. but that's the thing, though. What what black. what shade of green are we going for? Are we uh, Kelly green, deep Kelly, Kelly deep Kelly green. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we went in for a high five. Totally tilted the microphone. Yeah. We're still amateurs. That was our first podcast high five. Yeah. Nice. Uh, did you did you look at my elbow? Your elbow? Yeah. You look at someone's elbow to make sure to I ensure have, you I never have... miss. I thought you were going to say to have a good sex life, but then I'm like, that's cheers, and you make eye contact. No, 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 just watch. Yeah, yeah. That was, never missed. wasn't a great high five. But that we was still like made it. Four out of ten, but we made it. But it's passing, so according to some schools. Tell me about your sex life. Uh, we are in... You don't. What is it? Uh, technical difficulties? It's September 3rd. September 3rd? Second? I don't know. Second. Thank it's you. It's huh. I'll, say, I'll say it's a work in progress. <laughs> okay. Cool. Care to elaborate? Uh, I got a puppy, so I've been taking him to Parkway, and seems like something And when the manager's not an asshole, it's a yeah, good time. Yeah, when the manager doesn't clearly have a tiny penis, it seems like it's a good place. To so do you think people with tiny penises are assholes? I think they're the irony. I think they ask. <laughs> I think they ask for help. I think they ask for your dog to be a service dog at a bar. Okay, is Simba a service dog? No. You should get get make him a fake yeah. vest. Get him yeah. a fake, vest. fake service dog vest. Yeah, easy. Yeah, if you wanna um, send us a vest, you can tweet at guiding underscore green. Yeah, Simba's really cute and he's dope. Yeah, that's the puppy. The, the podcast puppy. I think the fans deserve to see these puppies. 
Yeah, you know, if someone made us an Instagram, we could post pictures of the podcast puppies, but... Okay. I'm on Twitter. We're also kind of oh, trying yeah. <laughs> to maintain anonymity. Okay, okay. Anonymity. Young people. Oh, that's right, that's Young right. people, tell us about how we as podcasters can reach out to your generation through social media. How can we get listeners your age? So I'm facing a very similar dilemma in a different world. I'm building a website for mental health awareness for college kids and high schoolers. Yeah, uh, feel free to plug it. Yeah, go for it. So it's called Kids with Futures, and we're currently still in the process of developing. For the last week, let me just explain this story really quick. All we've been doing is meeting after all of our classes end and kind of just brainstorm flow in a website. I think what's really missing in a lot of popular websites right now, go on CNN.com, for example. Fake news. Call it what you want. All I'm caring about is the website content. If you go to Medium, for example, it's a lot more clear. And when I say clear, I'm referring to the flow. I think content is more attractive when there's better flow on a website. It gets you hooked. I, that's, that's why I think platforms like Twitter and Instagram are so successful is because of the flow. And I'm sure I don't I can't I can only imagine how many hundreds of hours these developers put in just thinking about flow. It's a really unique way of looking at a website, but when you start looking at the structure rather than the content, granted you have to have good content. There's no question about it. But structure is a very important factor, I think. And so going Who do you back you used to host your website? So I start off with WordPress and I realized I have no coding background and currently with my school stuff, I really don't want to get any. I'm so looking for people in my campus. Why don't you do Squarespace? That's currently what I'm using. Um, and Squarespace has a great deal with a lot of universities, including USC, where you get 50% 50, 50 off if you're a student and faculty. Can I so, use your... Yeah, can we use your account? I'm already using website? it for mine. Yeah. I can ask about having a do second website. Do you have website. one at UNLV? You know, Visa School, though. But have you looked into it? Yeah, let's use your discount. You yeah. can use mine. Thanks. Well, check into it because it's, it's one of those. Do you want to make a website? Yeah, I'm down. I got okay. a lot of shit to do this week. The thing is, though, is, and I was talking to this with some of the people in the group, which, you know, is still tentative. There's more people to join, obviously. But I was just telling them, like, look, this website is important. Obviously, that's the base of the content. You know, we've spent literally all week, I don't know, over let's say 20, 25 hours just discussing website this flow. This week. This week. So 25 hours. 25 hours. Five hours per day for five days. Not for five days, for seven days. Okay. Fair enough. Sorry. We're college kids, so, you know, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're too, too busy drinking beer. And <laughs> to be fair, when I say 25 hours, about that also... communism. <laughs> to be fair, that also includes, like, you know, smoking about it, drinking about it, and I'm also including some pregame time. Into wow, that, that so. okay. Very <laughs> so, so I don't know exactly how much time. Yep, that's, that's my brother. We're but not gonna tell you how to run your business, but that doesn't sound very professional. Yeah, I mean, we smoke about stuff, but we're but pro I mean, professionals. That's how this podcast was born? Yeah. Us but just see, being stoned on a couch. But now we're stoned on chairs. Yeah. Upgrade. Look, my point is with social media, and to answer your question, is you have to understand trends. Gary Vee talks about this all the time. It takes almost like a scientist's perspective in analyzing social media and understanding trends. Because uh -huh. for something like mental health awareness, what I want to do is market it like a meditation Instagram or a nature Instagram. You, 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 need, to have, you need to have like Pete Davidson wear a KWF shirt and then boom. Wait, let me finish. Go ahead. You, I'm sure, on Instagram follow a nature Instagram or a meditation Instagram or something about 
Uh, just no, I, good I follow vibes. I follow Trippy. Trippy, similar thing, right? Yeah. No idea. Uh, ring, ring goes the telephone. There's no one home. Operator. We have okay, a problem. Well, whoever's ringing the doorbell, Shout out sorry. Oh, this thing fucking high. Um, oh, that's right. So my goal is to kind of tap into that nature market, that meditation market, with actual content. So, yeah, like having Pete Davidson or someone who's interested in mental health talking about KWF is huge. One of my, one of The main reason why I'm interested in sports in general is because of Brian Dawkins. He's now a Hall of Famer and obviously played for my team, the Eagles. And so I grow, grew up... Bandwagon. <laughs> fuck you. It's yeah, not true, though. We're, we're not, not even close to being bandwagon. I know. It's a, it's a joke. Huh. Pe- Funny. People who now call Philadelphians bandwagons don't understand how much pain the you guys city aren't from Philly or from Vegas. No, but we live in Philly. You live in Philly? We have roots in Philly. Okay. I didn't know that. We have family in Philly. Weren't you born in Philadelphia? I was born in Philadelphia. But um people who call Philadelphia Philadelphians bandwagons don't understand the years of pain that all the major teams gave us. Yeah, the Phillies, the Flyers, the Eagles, the Sixers. Okay. So we I, I'm gonna I'm gonna just edit this and say that the Phillies and Flyers bore me, but like as a Sixers fan, I was like actively hoping for Hollis Thompson to become a viable three and D player. And like I remember when Reggie Brown was like our number one wide receiver option, we were trying to like find weapons for Donovan McFlab. Like I hate that guy. He was just like the biggest <sighs> tease. Huh? We had to live through the Chip Kelly years where he got rid of our best players for his strategy so i just have to give an important update it turns out th- that the pizza that came was actually for us yeah uh the, Wait, so who ordered it? the parentals did it for us but they didn't tell us so we turned away free pizza that's a shame what are the okay what are they doing with the pizza now where do you think it went do they throw it away i don't know no we're supposed to go there interesting anyways going back to the social media question. Yeah. I think you need to find a similar market to where you're trying to market what you're trying to sell yourself and tap into it and become the best in it. Okay. Cool. Because there's don't read don't reinvent the wheel, right? The trends are already there before your idea and they will be after your idea. Yeah, I mean we started a podcast in 2018. It's like the least trend setting thing that's ever happened. <laughs> it's like the most conformist thing you could do. Yeah. So, yeah, and that kind of proves a point. Just follow the trend and keep grinding on it, I think. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you guys, as our resident young people, want to be our resident social media consultants? We're formally offering you an um, a internship. Yeah, we'll give you five stuff. Basically, we'll talk we'll talk I'm going to text you guys and be like, should I tweet this? And then, yeah. and then you'll be like, so stop again, annoying me. Yes. Uh, Let's talk about that. Yeah. So for me, it's funny and it's weird because I don't have an Instagram or Twitter for myself. I mean, either. You do have an Instagram. I don't. Okay. I don't use it. You can't. Can I finish? No, you can't. You just lied to all of the listeners. Can I finish? I have an Instagram. I don't use it. I don't have a Twitter. I have a Facebook. I don't use it. I use Snapchat a lot. Snapchat's dying. Kylie Jenner killed it. What? Yeah. Oh man, yeah. She they updated Snapchat like a year ago, yeah. and the update was terrible. So Agreed. Kylie Jenner said 
basically I'm getting off Snapchat, fuck this app, and Snapchat shares went down a lot. And now no one really uses Snapchat. Really? People because because they made Instagram stories, they became a thing, and now I feel like people just do that. But I don't have an Instagram, so I don't know. I feel like everybody Really? Yeah. Oh, none of my friends do. It's, it's funny, funny how, how like, I have a Twitter and an Instagram. Yeah, so yeah. my point when we finish that is that she's much better at this job because she's actually into the trends and stuff. I get it like a month later from friends who are on these social media. I just think these social media platforms are incredible for business-related opportunities. Oh yeah, and only that's that. why they exist. That's that's, that's the purpose, purpose of it. They fa- like fa- all these platforms. Like Facebook says. Like we're here to bring people together. I'm like, no, you're here to make the, fucking money. The data dude. should prove it. Is that they're busy? Scientifically proven that people feel more lonely if they use Facebook a lot. God, that's dark. There's been a lot of research about it actually, and in the sense that our world in general, because of these social media platforms, is being basically redesigned in a way. To they're being redesigned to experience more dopamine hits. Each time you see a meme, each, each time you see a viral hit. You are get, getting more. You're getting trained to get dependent on these dopamine hits. There's some really fascinating studies. About yeah, like each time you get a, a like, something pops up in your brain, or something. And that's cool and all. The only issue is that when the likes aren't constant, which they usually aren't if you're not a celebrity, you become lonely. You become dependent on these artificial claims that someone likes something you put on, on the internet. And that's a scary concept for the future. Something that Joe Rogan said that was really interesting was he said, I need the post and drop. Is like, I, like, we're dudes. I mean, most of us are, but like, we, we don't really like post about everything, post very like selectively. So for me, it's like, I already know what I'm gonna post before I post. I just post and I drop and I don't even worry about it. And, and like, like usually, my, usually my homies interact with me, and that's cool. That's a lot easier that's said Snapchat. than done, though, because I feel like, but like part, part of why I got rid of Instagram is because whenever I would post something, I would be neurotically checking for the next day of who's liking it, how many people were, and I'm like, this isn't healthy, so I deleted it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and, but the thing is, though, most people don't delete it. Most people. Yeah, most people keep it. Most people keep it and continue to do what you're doing. And imagine a 12-year-old who just got an iPhone. Oh God. Who's on Instagram. And what they're seeing are what's most successful. And let's be honest, Instagram models are massive. So if a 12-year-old female in particular is looking at these Instagram models, they're probably going to model this behavior. That is scary for someone who doesn't even know themselves. Plus, imagine an 18-year-old who happens to be good-looking having to decide, like, okay, I could post near-naked pictures on Instagram and make a ton of money, or I can go to college and face a tough job market and also get a lot of unwanted dick pics on all social media platforms well that too but just just gross i've never taken one a dick pic yeah never have no one's ever asked me clearly it's a frequent thing since so many random i don't see models okay you're you're female do females ever ask for dick pics because no one's ever asked me for a dick pic what not even in a relationship no yeah maybe i just have like an ugly yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's just move on to the next topic. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Is it resident, circumcised? Yes. Oh, then you're fine. Okay, Our cool. resident uh, come on mic segment. People are afraid. Gay caning strokes fear in Malaysia's LGBT community. Two gay women have been caned in Malaysia amid a worsening climate for LGBT individuals in the Muslim majority Southeast Asian nation. 
The punishment of the two unnamed women took place Monday morning in Taranagu, Taraganu, a state to the east of the capital, Kuala Lumpur, according to the rights campaigner, Thalaga Sulatharith. The state is governed by Sharia law. So, come on, Mike. Sharia law. Sharia law. Come on, Mike. Embrace yourself. Stop letting these things happen around the world. Come out, be the first openly gay vice president of the United States, and let's make this okay for people to accept love around the world. Yeah. It's all about you, Mike. You can change the narrative of the world. It's all in your hands. And we all know, we all know that you're not against it because someone that perfectly manicured cannot be. Embrace yourself, Mike. Yeah. Be true to you. Make out with us for charity. Make and out with us for charity. I think that's a good way to wrap this one up. So we want to thank, thank you guys for being in the studio. Thank you. You're welcome. Our resident young people, um, I'm sure we'll have you back to talk about other trends. This is really awesome. Thank you guys. Yeah. Good times. Wait, good times. I, I just had a quick question. Yeah. Isn't Malaysia one of the most peaceful countries on earth? Uh, when you're run by Sharia law, uh, go fuck yourself. I, and on that note, <laughs> yeah, you know, if you have any comments or questions or suggestions, you can send us an email, guidinggreenbusiness at uh, gmail.com or tweet at guiding underscore green. And now the song of the day. And the song of the day is Tin Liquor with the Seductive Because You Move Me, a song that's both hot in the streets and hot in the sheets. So go kick ass and enjoy your week. This is Guiding Green. Peace. Because you move
Oh. 